Hey, it's your girl Tamika. It's your boy E-Rock now. Listen, we keep it real. We keep it raw. We keep it uncut. All day. We are Marriage, marriage Takeover. Over. We help couples win in their marriage by identifying their triggers and breaking generational cycles. All day, Slim. Now, today, today, we are talking about in our segment, getting um, to the root of your triggers. Right. So this is a continuation of the 10 secrets to avoid divorce. Yeah. Right. So we so are if you ain't got your copy, I'm going to need you to go get your copy so you know what's up. <laughs> so we're deep diving and taking that deep dive in and we're going to tackle that on today. So we're going to open up a prayer. You know how we do it. So you want me to open Father in heaven, Lord God, we thank you for your grace. We thank yes. you for your love, Lord. We thank you, oh God, for every ear that is listening, oh God, every eye that is watching. Father, I pray now in the name of Jesus, God, for you already know what the marriages are standing in need of, oh God, for each person that is watching and listening. So God, I ask, Father God, that what you have to say on this day, oh God, will, will illuminate the issues or the problems that they may be facing, oh God. So God, we ask that you help, oh God, that you strengthen them and let them know that they're not a victim, but they are victorious through it all. And yes. they will come out victorious with a happy marriage, oh God, being one. And so, Father, we bless you right now, God. And we give your name the glory. Yes, Continue God. on our steps, guide our tongues, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We bless you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's get it. Let's All right. Get it. We deep diving in. So have you ever thought about kind of why your spouse like responds the way that they do, why they behave the way that they act? Like when they get well, mad, they have a certain thing that they do. Well, not just that. Have you wanted about yourself? And even about yourself. On why you do what you do and why, where it comes from. Right. And so those are the things that when, when you begin to look at triggers. And so what is, what is, when you really ask that question, what is triggers? Well, triggers are emotional or psychological. And then we're breaking them down today because there are several different um, reasons and situations where the triggers become more intense, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's rejection. Mm-hmm. There is betrayal. Yeah, fear. There is fear. Abandonment. Um, entitlement. Ooh, yeah. Right. There is unjust treatment. Aggression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are sometimes it's about a belief system. Maybe you're challenged with your belief system. Right. Um, it's insecurity. Sadness. Um, loss of independence. Mm, frustration and overwhelming. Yeah, and maybe when somebody interrupts you. Ooh. Like I know that sometimes people hate to be interrupted. And I do that all like, the that's, time. That's a thing for them. They just hate to be interrupted. Um, maybe when it's somebody, when somebody gives you an ultimatum, mm, how about this one? How about a loss of independence? Right. Or maybe it's clutter. Yeah. Sometimes it's arrogance Ooh. or it's the frustration or overwhelm. Right. So when you think, so when you think about, <laughs> did you talk about the silent treatment as well? No, you because no, because you said you said it's silent treatment. Uh, so when you think about the the different things that have right. people to go in disarray, like you you think about like for me it was you know going from zero to one hundred. Like mm -hmm. what is the trigger for that? Or when yeah, I get upset, hot, right. when I get upset and fussing and fighting over the dumb stuff, like oh, it's not yeah. even it's not even like something that makes sense. And then you want then you want to hit me with the silent treatment. Right, but but the root of the fussing and the fighting is because I'm not being heard. Mm. It comes from the deep root, and so I always I, I say here recently. Go ahead. But not just being not being heard, but also being misunderstood. Being misunderstood can yeah. also be one of those triggers. And how about not and not like you said, not being heard um, and not being seen. Right. And so all of those 
all of those points, it really plays a part emotionally and psychologically. Yeah. And a lot of times we don't really recognize it. We're like, oh, that's just who they are. No, honestly, if you can go back to when that person or say like, you know, say if you were insecure, but I'm having a conversation with this young lady and she was, you know, she was beautiful. But then you're looking at our conversation as something else because of what you have felt before. Right. You know and I saying? always say that, like I, I've been saying here, especially lately, it's because I understand this to be true when it comes to the triggers. Yeah. You think that you are married to that wonderful, handsome husband that you have. I'm fine at all. You think that you are married to that beautiful, fine wife that you have. She cute But the all. reality is you're married to the broken little girl and the broken little boy right. that has not been healed. Right. So that's... let's dig into these triggers because that's what's going to uproot to everything. Come on here, girl. I felt that thing. Yeah, that's going to uproot what, what really is going on. Right. So it's not that, yeah, they ha they might have an anger issue right. or they might, you know, get upset when somebody interrupts them, but why? Right, but why? So we call that the why test. Yes. Why? Why? why is that the reason? Okay, now why is that the reason? Right. And then you take that all the way back to the root because the reality is it came from somewhere. It, it started from somewhere. And so the one thing about what, what really plants those triggers are the traumas, are the, are, are the life-changing decisions, are the life-changing events that took place in our life as we came up. Um, you know, father not being there, a mother not being there, or you know, you uh, if you grew up in foster care, what now you already have that sense of abandonment, right. right? You know, even even if you're even if you're a child that dealt with parents being divorced, guess what? You now dealing with fear and abandonment, right? Think about even if you are the only child that you grew up being the only child, guess what? You already have a trigger of a sense of entitlement. Cause you just think, uh, you y'all spoil brats out there. You know who y'all. Not so. That give that no because a sense of entitlement, yes. But then also you want to build and forge and have your own family. And so if something comes up in your marriage or in your life where you're not able to reproduce or to have children, then that's a whole nother trigger mm -hmm. that's inside of you because you were in a situation where you were the only child or you were given up for adoption. And so now the only thing that you really, really want is to have a big family. Right. And now you're not able to do that. Right. So if, if you, you behave in a certain way, right. you react and you respond in a certain way, right. not realizing that it came from that deep root of... Yeah. Right. All I ever wanted was to have a family. Right. And your spouse is trying to figure out what, what the, the heck, heck is going on with this chick. Yeah, uh, this dude, what did this, this dude, dude crazy? Right. Yeah. Not understanding that it's coming from the deep root that has not been healed. Right. And that's that is the piece is being able to, to get to that deep root so that you can begin the healing process. Because granted, when you get to the when you get to the root of your why. You respond, you react the way that you yeah. do. It's just like you pull a, it's like the other day, I, just, I pulled a weed out of the out of my hedges. And so because the weed was just growing like crazy and I'm trying to figure out where this thing come from every time I'm cutting it, that'd be the first thing to pop up. But when I pulled it, what happened? Where that root was, it now left a hole. So now the hole got to be filled, but you got to fill it with the love and the joy and not fill it back with the same thing. Why? Because if you do not replace, if you do not, if you do not replace that void, guess what? Another weed is going to take place right there. Yeah. So guess what? And then that's where it also got to be. You have got to be willing to be patient while you're going through your healing process. 
And that's why communication is so key. And I'm not going to dive into communication. Y'all going to catch that on the next go round. <laughs> but because of when you realize why you are the way you are, talk with your spouse so that they can understand, yeah. hey, babe, I come to understand that this is where this came from. It's just like me. Wifey bought a dog. For to all you dog lovers out there, don't get mad at me. I love them, but I just don't want them. Amen? Okay, praise the Lord. So it's just like when she got a dog, I had to ask myself, man, why don't I like this dog? I do not like, I do not like dogs. And I had to figure out why. Well, because she, because growing up, I, I felt as though I was replaced by a dog because the dog was getting more love and affection than I was. So from that time of me being a kid to growing up, I never liked dogs. Didn't want one of my own. If you heard her in the earlier in the earlier segment, she told you it done been twenty three years. She's been asking me for a dog, and it has been no until here recently. But then it was me and the dog left alone the first time. I was like, "Yo, um, I had to take the dog out to go, you know, use the bathroom and whatnot." But I'm like, "Yo, dude, what's wrong with you?" Yeah, we're gonna go back in the house. So I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, he stayed in the cage. She she hit it, whatever it is, stayed in the cage. But guess what though? I got to the root of the issue. And getting to the root of the issue was, oh, this dog is like replacing me. So here I am taking my frustrations out on the dog. No, um, ASPCA, you ain't gotta worry about it. the dog is in good health. So, but here I am taking all my frustrations out on the dog. But it's not the dog's fault. It was how what I had to deal with growing up of being someone of, of this taking my place. So it was like a, a, a piece of abandonment or insecurity. And so I was just like, wow. But when I got to the root, man, I snatched that thing out so quick. Oh, don't get it twisted now. It, yeah, I snatched it out. But it is a process every, every day. day. Every and so day. I let her know. I said, babe, guess what? She was like, what? I realized why I don't like the dog. She said, why is that? And I said, because you would greet the dog before you greet me. And I said, that's what took place. You would rub the dog before you rub me. That's what I had to deal with growing up. And I was like, hold on. I nah. can't help it. She greets me at the door. Time out. She waits. Time out. Let me finish. So excited. Let me finish. <laughs> Let me finish. Go ahead. Dog, do not. I greet her every morning. Every morning. It's, but it's you want to. But you know what the funny thing was though. Before I got to the bottom of it, I literally found myself in like a challenge with the dog. I say, hold on. I say, no. Nah, I'm not. No. Nah. I say, no. Nah, something got to give. But honestly, that was when I was like, hold up. Why am I doing this? And that when I got when I got to the root of the issue, y'all, I'm telling you. I'm telling did I get it by myself? No, I had, I talked with a friend of mine. Friend of mine was like, dude, why you tripping? What happened, what happened in your life that, that you remember that you came in contact with a dog and why? Right. And I was like, dang, when I got pointed in that direction, I went straight to it. And when I pulled that joint up, oh my God. Yeah. Now I come to understand, I do not like anything that coming to, that's an added responsibility. I love the dog. The dog don't love me, but I'm cool with she it. Does. We keep our distance. <laughs> she knows when I set that when I set my boundary, don't you care about it? So anyway, but what I'm saying is that I got to the root. But the key thing that I did was I communicated it to my wife so that she can understand. 
It's like, listen, no, we can't. So we, I had to set up a boundary right. because we have different feelings when it comes down to this pet. To all you pet lovers and animal lovers, I just want you to know, I don't treat a dog wrong, but I just don't have the same love that you do for it. So don't come for me because I'm ready for you. I just want you to know that. Trust me. I have, we got, she got some friends that they, they're a little upset with me. I don't, listen, I love you, but you don't concern me. Amen. Okay. God is good. So, so I'm telling you, so when you actually come into those, when you come, I know I'm going to let her talk. But what I'm saying is that once you come to, to you to realize it, what the trigger is, because now we have a better understanding because she was getting mad. Why you ain't doing this with the dog? Why you ain't doing this? Because I don't want to, period. So, but she didn't understand, but neither did I. Right. But that's why when I took a dirt, because I told her straight up. I told her straight up, I said, is it going to really come down to either me or the dog? Ask straight up. So I, I needed to know if it's gonna, if you're going to choose the dog over me. Because understand, with the, with the trigger of, of insecurity, I've already put myself in last place. This is before I got to the root. Right, right. With all the love that we have for one another, that was where the trigger was. So I got to the root. And mind you, none of this had anything to do with me or the dog. So when we say that this is a personal journey, it's a personal journey. It's personal. That you absolutely have to make sure that you're doing the work on you. Right. So when the Bible says... Of the reference of you have to renew your mind daily. Daily. It really is a process. So yes. every day you're doing the work. Every day every you're getting day. to the nitty and the gritty. Because I, I want you to know that even though you have the triggers, like everybody has a trigger. Every, I don't care who you, who are, you are. Everybody has a trigger. And I want you to know that it's okay that you have your triggers. Right. You just have to understand why do I have this trigger? Right. And how can I work on making sure that this trigger does not affect my relationships, that right. it does not affect my life, right. that it does not take away the joy that I can bring and that I can have in an everyday situation, right. that it doesn't prevent me from showing up and being the best version of me in my marriage, right. it doesn't prevent me from showing up and being the best version of me in my family, right. in my life, on my job, whatever, whatever you decide to do. So that, and that's, and that's, that's is so key because when you begin to look at it, when you have one trigger and you find out what that one trigger is, guess what? Then you're going to recognize how that one trigger sets off all the other triggers. Yeah. Because when we got the dog, of course, I didn't like it. That was trigger number one. But then all of this, all of the finances that went into it, that's trigger number two. You see what I'm saying? Right. So then and now it comes down to the love. So insecurity, trigger number three. Right. And so all of these things that I'm finding out. So then guess what ended up happening? Now I'm getting frustrated, trigger number four. Right. Now, now I'm feeling overwhelmed because every time I turn around, we got to pay something for this dog, trigger number five. Right. You see what I'm saying? So you you begin to go through all of these things and you be like, dang, Shawnee. And then his trigger started to offset my triggers. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that was crazy, man. I'm telling you. to offset you. my triggers. So when he started to, you know, be mean to the dog, it like, immediately I started to go into protection mode. Yeah. Because I'm so used to, I'm the oldest child of, you know, my sister and I, we grew up together. I'm the oldest of the two of us. Always and I was always defending. I was always protecting her. I was always making sure that she was taken care of. So that is the same thing that I do with my children. Unjust treatment. That's the truth. That I do with my husband. So with the dog, it was the same thing. So I rose up to protect the dog. And then when he was like, well, is it going to be me or is it going to be the dog? But well, don't give me an ultimatum. Don't like that. Another, another trigger. trigger. 
So it was it, it it lined up to one trigger after another trigger to another trigger. And so it was just it was interesting how it played off. Yeah. So once he was able to identify that, <laughs> then I was like, OK, so then what is my trigger? Why do I go to defend? And then why do I always want to defend those who are defenseless? Right. Those who can't help themselves. I'm that one. She that one. I'm that one that's gonna come to bat. The smallest like, one, probably the smallest one in the room. Right. But I'm gonna be the one to step up. I'm gonna be the one to say something. I'm gonna be the one to say that ain't right. Right. And this is not what we're oh, gonna she gonna, do. She gonna say it too. Yeah. Right. That's how she got. But so it's it a played, trigger. It played off of each other. And get this. Had we not realized that yeah. those were our triggers, man. how it could have put the marriage oh, in a spiral. Yeah. Now we're trying to figure Now we, Then that's going to lead us to not talking to each other, uh -huh. not communicating to each other, because then we're going to give each other the silent treatment. Right. And then it was just going to boil down into something else. But so the question that we have for you is, what is your trigger? What is your, and how is it showing up in, in your, your marriage, marriage today? Yeah. Because listen, we just literally showed you how it showed up in our marriage. So we know it's a real thing. Why? Because yeah. why you think, what are the the number three things that people go to divorce about is because of the lack of communication, which leads to distrust. Then you got finances being an issue. And then you got infidelity. So those are the top three things that people go to divorce. Why? It starts with the trigger. Right. It starts with the trigger. Because understand, if I know what makes you tick, and you know what makes me tick, why would you decide to push those buttons? Right. Instead of saying, hey, if this makes me tick, let me find out why it makes me tick. Right. And the, and the key to that is vulnerability. Yeah. You have to be vulnerable in that process. You have to open yourself up in that process. And you have to really kind of dig deep. And sometimes it's stuff you don't even want to deal with. I'm trying to tell you. And it's, it's, it has always been, yeah. when you have to look at you in the mirror, think about it. When you go to the mirror and you see a pimple on your face, you're like, ah, dang, it's in the worst place, too. Think about the pain of you all trying to pop it, especially when your wife want to come pop it. Let me get that. No. you. But think about the pain that you deal with just to pop it. Right. So think about it, it's still going to be a pain for you because now you're looking at you in the mirror and now you're actually looking at what makes you tick. Right. Don't look at it in a negative. See, that's the problem. We look at it in a negative way. No. Look at it. This is a positive thing. But sometimes I like how, all we know to do is look at it in the negative. But, that, but see, but guess what? Now you got to change your mindset right. from being a victim to being victorious. Right. Look, I love how David said, David said, search me, oh God, for you know my heart. Yeah. So when I said, God, search me, I was like, God, dang, I didn't know I, whoa, <laughs> hold up, don't search no more, stop, let me deal with these, let me deal with these. <laughs> Why? Because I want to, I, 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 Iraq Nil, want to be better. Right. Because I choose to be better. Because by, by me being, being better, I get to be better to my wife. I get to be better to my children. I get to be better to my community. Why? Because now I can stand strong on who I am. Right. And that's the thing. Because when you can stand strong, especially fellas, if you can stand strong in who you are, because sometimes men, we have a way of putting up a facade because uh, we don't want to deal with the root of our issue. That pride. Yeah. And understand what pride said. Yeah, you put up a, a facade, had a pride in place. Yeah, don't get mad when you get knocked down. No, 
be able to stand strong on your foundation because now you've gotten to the root. Because guess what? The one thing that we found common is in most people or in a lot of people is rejection. Yeah. But why is that? Because we don't really know who we are. So why are you rejecting me? So then well, now, not, not only not only people don't know who they are, people just want to be accepted. Right. And people just want to be seen. People want to be heard. So then that brings in a trigger of fear. Oh, man, I don't know if they're going to like me. I'm going to tell you right now. So what? <laughs> they don't like you. Yeah. So, but, but, for but, real. but that can also bring about, you know, um, if if you are a couple that has to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, my goodness. Or wow. you have to look a certain way when you're out in public or have people to see you a certain way because you have that fear of rejection right. that people aren't going to accept you because you aren't at a particular stature. Right. And, or, then, and then, and what goes on with that is also insecurities. Yeah. Because what if they do find out who I really am? Right. Man, forget that crap. Right. I'm going to tell you right now, forget that. Why? Because men can't do nothing to you. Yeah. But only thing that they can do to is the power that you give them to do. Right. So when you have those events that take place in your life, those memorable, you know how you can think back and find, oh my God, why he had to do me? Or you know, if your if your parents had a divorce, oh my God, it was my fault. No, it really wasn't your fault. It really wasn't. You know what I mean? But it has become a trigger. Right. So even to the point to where a lot of us, we would die to ourselves. And when I mean when I won't say die to ourselves, we will hide ourselves because we don't want our spouse to up and leave us. Because guess what? Years ago, that was a trigger of mine. I like, oh my God. Oh no, I got I need to be this way because I don't want her to leave. But man. And in the process, <laughs> he lost who he was. Oh my God, yes. Oh yeah. my God, yes. So, so I want to make sure, even and that's a good spot, for every couple that is listening, for every couple that is watching, I want you to know that you are good just with who God created you to be. Oh yeah. You don't have to do the extra. I want you to settle into who God really created you to be and be that person. Ooh. And we've been going strong real quick. So I just want you to, I just want you to be reminded that this this your people with marriage take over. So hey, we are really coming strong with yeah. this thing because we have literally seen because you do not know your triggers. Yeah. It has literally killed a lot of marriages that could have literally been saved. And the reality is is you take that trash and that junk and that garbage and you take it right to the you next take it relationship. To number two. You take it right to the next marriage. But you take it right to the next marriage. And then you pass it down to your children. Yeah. And then it becomes a generational cycle. Yes. Without you having to realize it. So where mm. you didn't value yourself as a woman in the marriage and you did and you you took up and you, you know, you you went for a whole bunch of different things inside of your marriage because you were insecure right. because you didn't love yourself. And now guess what? You're allowing your daughter to now go through the same thing because she's not feeling secure in herself and she's, she's okay with being hidden in a relationship. She's okay with not being able to stand up and be a voice in a relationship. Oh, she's okay something. with passing by and doing the same thing that you did, wow. the same thing that your mom did, the same thing that your grandmama did. Come on. And so it, then it becomes a, a cycle. cycle. And then you look, you look back and you be like, you know what? Well, I did this. Well, you know, grandma always told me to make sure I had my own piece of money, my own piece of cash, just in case something ever happened. I could be, I could be out, I could be flexed. 
Okay, well, grandma did that. Her mother did that. And then now it's a generational cycle where now you aren't fully able to open up and to trust your spouse because you still got grandma speaking in your ear and grandma been long gone. Mm. I ain't saying grandma wasn't wise. But what I am saying is there are some things from generation to generation that are passed down to us that we don't realize what we do, why we do it, and then it hinders us in our marriage. So that puts you to a point of saying, I got to keep a go bag. So it's like you're right. already expecting for your marriage to fail. Right. So that's that. And, that's instead that of working on it. Yeah. So that's that generational cycle. Because mama ain't married. Grandma right. ain't married. Auntie ain't married. None of them married. But, so it's a cycle and you don't realize that cycle was manipulated. manipulated. It, was, it was transplanted, transplanted in mm-hmm. our mind to always be ready to go if it didn't go right. away. And, that, and, no, and that's the funny thing because even... Even a lot of men, um, and I, I, I literally know a few of them, but a lot of men, when they go through that one divorce, they don't, nine times out of ten, they're not going to remarry. But what they're going to have is they're going to have a girlfriend for any, from 10 to 15 years. For the rest of their life. But now you want to live like you're married, but you don't want to get tied down again because of the trigger. And you want the benefits of being, of being married, married yeah. without being married. Without being married. God so, don't work like that. It, no, so it's going to always be a mess. Just right. so you know. Just so, just so you know. <laughs> just, just so you know. Because it is still that same trigger that you say, oh man, it didn't work there, so I'm not going to even try it again. But then look at what you tell it. Look at what you tell your son. It's a it's okay just to stay with a woman, but you don't have to be committed. What? Right. Man, it's like, how can this... Or what you're telling your daughter. Ooh. It's okay to give up the milk for free. Oh, my goodness. And to be in a relationship where the man does not want to fully commit to me. Come on. Because I'm not good enough. He doesn't value me mm. enough to commit his life to me in this marriage. Mm-mm. Are you, are you, man, think about that thing. Give. I told, I told my son straight up. I said, dog, no. If you're going to get the cow, you better get the whole thing. That means you got to put something on it. Don't just get the milk and flex. Stop. No, no. Don't just get it just, just for what they can get. No. But if they ain't the right one. But they ain't the right one, you better let that thing go. You take care of your responsibility. <laughs> Open the gate to the right. pasture and let them go. Right. <laughs> so, but I mean, but guess what, though? But when you actually set that thing, when you actually deal with the root issues, guess what happens? You'll end up, your children will watch you and like, dang, that's how you did it? It's like, yeah. Why? Because now you're those that are watching you close because granted, you already, I can guarantee right now that some people still want your marriage to fail. Yeah. But guess what you're doing if you don't deal with these root issues and you're keeping a go bag because of what, what they taught you from generation to generation. Yeah. You're going to say, oh, yeah, you must be a, a problem because I'm getting ready to roll out anyway. Stop playing. Right. right. Stop playing. No, you got to be well, Listen, the one thing, if, if you would say, hey, if you're going to stand at the wedding, at the altar and say, I do, you do, we do, be committed to the mission. Yeah. Don't just be committed to the wedding. Yeah. Be committed to the mission of what your marriage will bring, not just to you individually, but also to your community. Also to who's ever watching. Why? Because a lot of us, your marriage shows hope yeah. to those that don't have hope. Yeah. But if you can't deal with these triggers, if you can't be willing to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I know I'm awesome, but I got so much room I can grow in. Yeah. 
Because the change starts with you. It Michael, starts with you. A lot of people got a lot of stuff to say about Michael Jackson, but he, I mean, he he had it right in a lot of areas. He was talking to the man in the mirror. Yeah. He wasn't talking to anybody else to change his way. Come on. I'm talking about the man in the mirror. Oh, yeah. I'm asking him to change his ways. Oh, no, my hair in the man in the mirror. If you want to make a best of place, take a look at yourself and make that change. Oh, 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 oh. So you what just, was it? Na, na, na. Na, 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 So, yes, that was absolutely. And we do not own the rights to No, we do not. That's Mike. That's Mike, Slim. We ain't taking it. So, but, but that's the thing, though. Because you, it does start with you. So it does. So it does start with you. So we're going to keep going through um, the triggers and we're going to, you know, make sure that you understand what this is. So, as <laughs> so, so as you, I know we, I know we're giving a lot. Well, I know we're giving some things to really think about, but guess what though? So the triggers, wait, 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 before we move on, I did want to make sure that we were able to identify that the triggers can, it can offset via a taste, yeah. a smell, yeah. a conversation. Mm -hmm. You see somebody that looks like somebody um, that, that brings up a trigger in you. It can be so many different things that can um, offset a trigger. Right. It could be the tone in your conversation or the tone in your voice. Right. It could be so many different things that can ignite. Oh, yeah. And so how you, how you really identify that? Because I had to let her know for the longest time. I said, look, Charlotte, it's not what you're saying. It's your tone. Yeah. And I said, you bring that tone to me one more time. <laughs> it ain't gonna, it, it's, it's the, the, my response and my reaction is not going to be right. right. And I knew it. I, I knew it. And but, for the longest, I didn't, I didn't realize that there was a tone attached to it. Just because I grew up with a whole bunch of females, right? And, and I our with, females <laughs> were strong... They were strong females. They were independent females. They were females that didn't take trash Yo, from nobody. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. The late great Carolyn Ford, her mama. Oh, she ain't. When I, she was the when, sweetest. When, and when I say strong, slim. Oh yeah, she's. Oh my she god. Had a beautiful baby. She was the mom. She but oh, that smile off of the and face. Oh, oh, and then turn around and give you a hug and kiss. Oh, I, I saw it firsthand. <laughs> When I saw it, I said, you know what, mama, you good with me. You ain't got to worry about me trying And so when I saw that, I was like, yo. But I'm going to tell you, though, but the one thing that I did that I do thank God for was that when she was uh, in our first years of marriage, mom was like, yo, yeah, I'm thinking mom really kept us straight. Well, but it was just like, wow. But it was, but when you ask, when you begin to identify, because see, I grew up with a single, single mother, but it was just that some, because I didn't have that, I didn't have that father in the house, but I had, but I was around male figures. And so what, was, what I was got was like, no, you didn't even talk to me like that. So I recognized where the tone came from because I was like, no, no, we ain't, no, no, we ain't, I'm not, but, no, you didn't feel like, no. But it also too came from, because he was the youngest, and I think he had, you know, his mom is strong. You heard it. She thinks. So she's psychological in me now. His sister was strong. He had, you know, some, some brothers that were also in the house with him. And they were, you know, kind of once they moved on. But then when <laughs> they came back, 
everybody's still treating him like the, the little king. boy. Like, no. so, <laughs> so my tone didn't watch, help. Watch your tone, Slim. Yeah, it didn't help with our transition when we got married. He was like, well, I, ain't, I ain't no little boy. I ain't that, boy. I ain't that dude, Slim. So, I'm not that dude. But, but I didn't realize that because, uh, again, our background. And it's, I'm going to tell you, before we were able to identify a lot of our triggers, we found ourselves fussing and arguing over oh, dumb stuff. Dumb, when I tell you dumb stuff, dumb stuff. Dumb, just dumb, just dumb, <laughs> dumb, 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 just dumb. So when you can, when you when you look at those things, you really got to when you when you are identifying your trigger, right? You have really have got to consider why. Right. We, if you're following us on on, on all things social media, marriage takeover. If you're following us, we put up a post a couple weeks ago that asked why. It was just why. Yeah. Because you got to ask yourself why do I respond this way? Why do I react this way? And I'll be honest with you, ladies. I know they all like to write. So guess what? Keep a journal with you if you're really trying to get to the bottom. Of your triggers, getting yeah. to the nitty gritty of your triggers. I don't care if you got to sit in your closet and go back down through the years. Do that. Why? Because it's going to make a better you. And here's the deal, right? What's the deal? So as you are going through trying to identify your triggers, what we don't want to do is we don't want to throw shots in the process. No. So if you're going through something and you heard this podcast, you saw you know, the YouTube video, or you heard a snippet somewhere on social media, and you was like, that was great information. So now you and your spouse is in the heated moment, and you like, you know, why did you do that? Why did you, you do that? <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Sis. Don't do that. Don't do it. Bro, nah, don't do it. Because guess what? Because if they're trying to work in themselves to by identifying that trigger and getting to the bottom of it, and they and they communicate that to you. Well, you got to understand that that trigger also sets off another trigger. So how you respond during the healing right. process can guess what? It can set them back by now it's setting off another trigger that's not going to say anything to you. So here's how you do it, right? You Show us how to do it. You go through your heated debate. You go through your heated moment. All right, you let that go. Let it right? go. Like Slim. Once once that takes place, let it go. I forgive you, baby. Walk away from it. Take a breather. Annotate it. Once you're done with that conversation, as you're taking a breather, annotate it in your phone, annotate it in your journal. And when y'all going to bed that night or the next day, when y'all having a good conversation, when you're when you're evil, when you're level headed, when you yeah, when you ain't mad, when your ego ain't up, and hey, babes, I noticed this when we were having our conversation about such and such. Why did you do that? I'm just curious, you know, why why did you get so upset when I brought this topic up? Mm. It, yeah, yeah. And then you go from there. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Okay, all right. That's fair. That's fair. So is it okay if we could explore that, whether it's now or maybe it's a little later? But, you know, I really want to understand why you got so upset with me because I really didn't think that, you know, it warranted that. Right. And I want us to be able to work. I really want this marriage to, to really go last. to the next level. And right. I don't want for this topic to be an issue, right. you know, in the future. So how can I help you with just kind of seeing where that comes from? I know when you got angry, this brought up this trigger in me. Right. And as I kind of just started thinking about it, you know, I realized that, you know, when I was 
you know, little or whatever that trigger was the root for you, whenever, you know, you, you were angry with me here and it, it came out the way that it did, I realized I responded this way because mm -hmm. this situation happened to me in the past. Right. And I realized that I don't like that. And it was a, it was a trigger for me. Right. And so as you're being open, Maybe the first time around, your spouse may not be as open because, honest to God, they may not know. Right, and that yeah, and that is okay. Because, but the, the more you do it, right, the more they'll start reevaluating mm -hmm. and trying to figure out, dang, why do I do this? Right, and that's the, because you're gonna really be able to identify because when you see the pattern and you're able to examine the different situation that shows up in your marriage, then that right there because you should already have empathy. That your spouse is even coming to you and letting you know. Right. So then it's like, it's easy, like, dang. So it's like, I can't be petty and throw shots. Come on, y'all seen the video of her, of her being petty to me. <laughs> I, it doesn't, it doesn't help. It does not serve no one any good. Right. So it's like, you think about it. If how you are represents her and how she are represents you, why do how you want uh, how she is represents you? <laughs> How do you, why do you want to throw shots at your own self? Right. So it's like, nah, let's get to the bottom of it. Let's really figure this thing out. Let's really talk about it. Right. Let's let, let me really, I don't care, brothers, write this stuff down, man. Why? Because if you saying that you want to be better, and I'm going to tell you this, even when you begin to unlock these triggers and uproot them, I'm going to tell you this, and I know for us, it has been such a blessing because it has even opened up even more doors for us to advance ourselves. Why? Because now we're more peace. There's more peace. There's more unity. Yeah. And so I'm telling you, man, if you, when you have your kid, yeah, they see you running around the house, you know what I'm saying, acting like kids themselves, <laughs> but then they also hear you when you have a disagreement or when you have a heated fellowship. So you tell me what part stands out the most right. when you having a heated fellowship? Oh, they'll never remember when you ran around the house chasing, chasing tail. But what's going to stand out the most is the heated fellowship. The thing that I love now is that my daughter's like, uh, are y'all disagreeing at this moment? Why? Because we have dealt with our triggers enough to say, nah, we ain't got to go there with it. We don't have to go there with it. Right. So we want you to, to identify like your triggers. Think back to all the different times where think back to all the different times you know, think back think back because no, oh, no you're fine but just think back to all the different times i asked him to do it just think back to all the different okay. times when you had those situations take place think back write them down so that you can now and know what was the situation yeah right who was there right did you see a pattern Right. And then examine that over several different situations because it could be that it's okay when somebody says something to you when nobody else is around. Oh, yeah. But fine. when the same thing is said the same way when others are around, why then you, that's a trigger for you. Why you why is that a trigger? Right. right. Consider all of the different things that you might have internalized. Right. Right. When you surround yourself or when you're surrounded by certain people mm -hmm. um you know how you notice are. if you know you're carrying out old conflicts mm -hmm. and how they interfere with your inability to be present mm -hmm. like think about all those different things are you able to show up and truly be yourself yeah. in every situation of your life and if you're not ask yourself why, why? yeah and then look make a list of your emotional yeah. buttons 
Because sometimes you'll know when it's hit. Oh, that's the thing right there. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Oh, I'm sorry. He's so silly. But make a list of all those emotional buttons. Right. Because you just sometimes, you just don't know. Right. And then check it. Then once you figure, once you realize that, now watch for the pattern. Right. Watch for the pattern. Do you see the pattern and then identify what those patterns are? Yeah. Well, you, you want an example? Because it's a pattern. It's, <laughs> so, a, it's a pattern. It's like, it's just like you driving to work, right? And somebody <laughs> cuts you off in traffic. And you're like, oh, no, you been you the rip. Why? Right. Why? See, because now that becomes a pattern. Because then you at home with your spouse and you saying something and then your spouse cut you off. And it's like, no. Then you just hear me talking. You see what I'm saying? So now it's that. It's that. Go ahead. Or maybe it's like you you don't like when people belittle you in conversation. Or you don't like when people are late. I know some people oh hate when other people are late. Oh my, I hate it when she is late. <laughs> I hate it when she is late. I'm still asking God to help me with that. Why do you hate it when I'm late? Honey? Because I hate I hate showing up late. This is why we just thought this is the main reason why we got separate calls. I hate being late. So why I hate being late is because the root of it, I just hate being late. I just hate being right. late. I, I haven't got, look, I haven't gotten to the root of it. Do you think but, you don't miss something? You know what? I think I just got to the root of it. <laughs> because sometimes I like to sit back and watch the introduction. Because okay. if I'm late and I miss the introduction, I, then I don't know what this person is all about because I'm late. Oh, I remember one time, oh my God, we was late getting my son to the game when he was playing Little League Ball. By the time he got there, they was not, I ain't gonna lie, my, my son could ball. But by the time he got there, they was already down by 14 points. We would have never been down by 14 points if he hadn't been on time. That's why I said, you know what? We gotta get separate calls. I can't do this. I cannot do this. I can't do this. So against a team, they could have just stomped in the mud. Now they gotta come back from a 14-point de deficit. So I'm just like, oh my God, we can't do this. We can't do this. So yes, I yeah. See, you just saw it right there. You just saw it. <laughs> or maybe you don't like being interrupted. Sometimes people sense that as a form of disrespect. disrespect. Yeah. So think about all the different areas of why people decide that you know why that's a trigger for you. Mm -hmm. How that shows up for you, and then kind of get to the root of that, and then know how does that show up in your marriage. Right. And then think about how you want to handle your triggers when they do show up in your marriage. Right. So this is, um, you know, once you both kind of go through that and you sit go down. through those different, you know, scenarios and you write them down, sit down and have a conversation about it. Talk about it. Right? Talk about it. You're going to, because listen, I've never seen someone get out of a hole by themselves yeah. without having somebody up top to help put, <clears throat> to help pull them out. Dream work makes the teamwork. No, teamwork, teamwork makes, makes the, the dream, dream work, work, baby. Teamwork. So it's like so you yo. work together. Mm -hmm. You both have to be able to be vulnerable. You both have to trust each other. You both have to get to a, a state to where your maturity is going to play a vital role in the success yeah, as man. you move forward. As you move and forward. And then as you're moving forward, you're praying together. God, not fix my wife, not fix my husband, but God, fix, fix me. me. Help me to deal look with upon, me. Look upon my heart, God. Yeah, man. Fix my heart, God. Change my heart, oh God. My make me what you want me to make me, God. Show me who you created me. Yeah. God. 
Lord, yeah. allow me to rise up and be the best version of me, God, so that I can be your example here on this earth. Mm, girl, you said something because when you said, God, fix my heart, do you know how much jump by you getting to the root of your triggers, how much free that you'll be? how much junk you're able to remove yeah. so that you can fill it up with the blessings and the goodness and the love and all that stuff. Yeah. And oh my, oh my God, man, I'll tell you, when I got to the bottom of a yeah. lot of, it was literally like a weight being lifted. Oh my goodness. Even my wife was like, you know, I don't know who you are, dude. Cause you're like, uh, on a whole nother level. That, uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? No, I'm loving it because I'm free. Yeah. Yeah, now, and this is the thing. I'm not going to sugarcoat this thing to you, but yeah, you're going to have those challenges of staying free. Why? Because when you've been dealing with that trigger for so long, now you got to the root and pulled it out. Yeah. Guess what? It still want to reattach itself. Yeah. So you got to make sure when you uproot it, it stays uprooted. So therefore, it becomes a daily practice. That's why you write them down so that you don't, that you, so that you can remember, oh, this is what's going to try to reattach itself. And it may not be easy at first. No, nah, dog, I'm telling you It that may now. not be easy at first. So oh don't think that it's going to be easy. Don't think that it's going to be a walk in the park. You're going to have to check your emotions. You're yeah. going to have to respond differently. It's going to it's gonna cause you to mature in a way that you might not even be prepared for right now. Right. That you didn't even think that you were capable of right now. Right. But I want you to know that you are absolutely capable because if you weren't, God would not have brought, brought you to the point right. to where he's now showing you, to where he's now pulling you out, to where he's now identifying those things and he's putting it slap that in your face. In your face. So that you can see it. So that now you can have that opportunity to go through the process of being delivered. Right. You can go through that process of being healed. Right. You can go through that process of being set free. Yep. So that now you can absolutely go and enjoy your marriage because yeah. you can identify, listen, yeah. and then you'll start seeing that thing as God is changing you completely before completely. your eyes. And yeah, before the, before you know it, you're going to look back and be like, you know what? Thanks, I remember when we used to argue over this. this. Yeah. I remember when we used to like be mad and leaving the house and throwing keys and throwing like all throwing different stupid stuff over this. Right. And now look at us. Right. And yeah. then guess what? You'll pay it forward by then helping another couple right. to be able to overcome those same it. issues. Right. It's a village. It's a village, man. And we can't do it all by ourselves. And marriage takeover is not going to be able to reach as many people as we like to be able to reach. So you reach where you are. Right. So once you change, once you go through that process, they're going to ask you. Because they're going to see the transformation. Right. They're going to see it. And I'm going to tell you, you know what? This what? And if I tell you, and the thing is as well, if you want some, if you want somebody to pray with you while you go through this, guess what? Send us an email. We'll sure know. We'll sure know. Be praying with you. And join the group. In our group, we actually have a prayer um, message, a prayer inbox yeah. thing inside of the Facebook, inside group, Facebook group, a marriage takeover. Yeah. So inside of our private, um, our private message, a Facebook group, we have that prayer section. Right. And then I'm telling you, man, it's just, yo, I'm gonna put it to you just like this. We are here for you. Yeah. So please check out our website. Visit, you know, all the all social media at Marriage Takeover. And I'm telling you, man, get plugged in because guess what? You got to know that you are not alone. Yes. You are not alone. You are not alone. <laughs> so pay attention to your mind. Not honey. <laughs> pay attention to your mind and body. Like yes. recognize your triggers and and like understand 
how they show up for you. Right. Right. Then this is a responsibility of you and not your spouse. Right. So marriage requires you doing the self work or the personal work. Right. And so we're here to work alongside of you, to work with you, to make sure that you have the support that you need as you're going through the process. Right. And um, we love you in this process. And I want you to be patient with each other. Yeah. Accept your differences. Yeah, your individual differences. And it's okay that your spouse is very different than yeah. you. Yeah. Accept that. Accept it. Love on that. Yeah. Love it. Because, man, I wish we had time, but we get to the end. But I'm telling y'all, better, y'all better, you better stick with us. I'm going to tell you why it's important that you accept the individual differences. Yeah. It's it's very important on how you on, on to accept those. And so, listen, with God, you got this because there is nothing impossible for God. Right. So as we get ready to pray out, I want you to remember, ask for help. Know that we are here to support you. Right. We are getting ready to pray out for this evening. And um, yeah. No, I'm, I'm playing. I just want to feel on you. <laughs> Sorry. Remember that this is not an overnight journey and focus on the long, long-term healing. Right. You got this. You, you got, got this. this. Me. You married strong, Judy. <laughs> Marriage take over strong. Yeah, right? buddy. <laughs> So, Lord, we thank you. We honor you. We bless your name for these couples, God, that are listening, that are tuning in, that are watching. Yes. And we thank you, Lord, for each and every one of them. We thank you, God, even for the trials and the situations that they go through because, God, we realize that it is necessary yes, it is. for them to be able to produce, God, everything mm. that you want to produce in them. Yes. And, God, we ask, Lord, that you would give them strength, yep. that you would give them courage, yep. that, God, you would give them joy as they're going through the process. And, God, that you would renew their strength, renew their mind, God, reminding them of who they are, reminding them of who you created them to be. God, reminding them that they were marvelous in your sight. God, reminding them, that, God, that everything that you make is good yes. in the name of Jesus. And reminding them, God, that they are exactly where you want them to be in the name of Jesus. Yes, so, God, we're asking that you would pour your oil. Yes, God. Into every home, God. Yep. Onto every life, God, that is listening. God, that you would give them the, the, the strength, God, to be able to be themselves. Because right. it takes courage yes, it to does. stand and to be yourself in the midst of where everybody wants you to look the same, to do the same, right. to follow the trends, to do all the right things. But God, I'm asking that you would give them the courage and the strength to stand in exactly who you made them to be, God. Yes. And Lord, that you would bless their homes, God, that you would give them patience, Lord, to be able to love, love each other yep. through the healing process. Yes. And God, we thank you for them. Yes, God. We're asking God that you would bring peace in the midst of chaos. Mm -hmm. That you would bring peace in the midst of what might not seem to be what they thought that it was going to be. Yes. That, Lord, that you would restore joy. Restore, that, God. God. That you would restore the love and the intimacy, God. Yes. That you would restore the communication, God. Lord, that you would restore the love, God, yep. in the name of Jesus. In the name of God, Jesus. that you would have your way in their lives, Lord. Yes, God. And that, Lord, they will be able to say, God, that it was only you, you. and only you, God, that was able to help them to overcome, God. Yes. That was able to deliver them, that was able to save them, that was able to help them to be free. Yes. And God, we know that when we are free, we are free indeed. Yes, we there are. is liberty, God, in the freedom, yes, God. There is joy, God, in the freedom, God. Yes. Lord, there is there is life, God, in, in the, the freedom, freedom God. Yes. And we thank you for that. Thank you, Lord. And so, Lord, we ask, Lord, that you would just have your way. In Jesus' righteous name we pray. Amen. Amen. It's your girl, Tamika. It's your boy, Iraq. <laughs> we are Marriage Takeover and out. Mahalo.